An elegant weapon for a more civilized age. call this thing? Um, an elegant weapon. We are? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I brought that down for you. I didn't want you freaking out not able to breathe like last time. (laughs) Water! Water! I'm dying! Hey man, that was a gummy fucking spliff. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to what has just in the last 10 seconds been decided to be an elegant weapon, episode 27. Yes, yes. I know we got you all super, super excited about our Dark Knight roundtable this evening, which will probably most likely still kind of happen, but uh, we're just waiting on those boys from the Next Element podcast, Colin and Anthony, who knows what's happening down there in Idaho. Anyways, but yet better still, we have joining us all the way from Colorado, Mr. Josh Hawks of the Points of Interest podcast. Hello, Josh. Hey, guys. How are you guys doing? We're doing great, and it's awesome to have you here with us. No, thank you, man. The honor is all mine. No, is it just the Point of Interest podcast? No, it's Points, points. of Interest yeah. podcast. I mean, I mean, but there's more than one. Me and a few of my friends decided to call it just because we knew there was going to be more than one thing on there. But it is a network of podcasts. Yes, sir. Why don't you shout out and plug all the podcasts on your podcast network? Sure. Uh, what, what do we got on there? Um, uh, to, to, let's, let's go youngest to oldest or something. Uh, the, the Little W's is a kid's show. I heard a bit of that. Yeah, I haven't heard it yet, but heard about it. What's the deal with that? Who's a, who are these kids? They are uh, John Williams, who's on Staying Off Topic. There's plug number two. Okay, all right. Uh, it's they're his kids. They're his two oldest kids, and they're really interested in what you know, Dad and Uncle Josh were doing. Awesome. And uh, uh, John kind of he he's always there to mediate it all, but they come up with the ideas and they they run with it. That's fantastic. Yeah, I'm excited was... to hear that. How old are they? Um, you put me on the spot. I believe 12 okay, and so 10. That yeah. range. That's awesome. Yeah, we heard it. I was listening to, I listened to a chunk of one, and they were like doing, like, just talking about, like, a movie that they liked. Yeah. It was awesome. So what did you I like mean, it? yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it's, you like you're not going to get, like, deep <laughs> conversation. I mean, they're kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was great. <laughs> Absolutely That's great. good times. Well, we used to have the, some of the deepest conversations when we were kids, for sure. Oh, well, totally, right? Yeah. I mean, who who could beat up who? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who would take who? Imagine if this happened, what if? And then they go ahead and they make a comic, what if? You know, that was rad when oh, that happened. That's, I, did, I did not know that. Oh, you never heard of the what if comics? No, I'm, you know, I'm not a huge comic book reader. There's a, there, was, there was a series in the 80s, and it was called What If? And they would take famous events that had happened throughout the Marvel Universe and tell the story as if they'd gone another way, basically. Interesting. You know, it's so... Kind of like your Elseworlds. It's kind of like... What was the, the Star Wars version of Infinities. that? Infinities. Infinities where, uh, what if Luke didn't blow up the Death Star? Yeah. And they had a whole little series of that. Yeah, that was weird, because they ended up... It was ended up Han and Chewie were the ones that crashed on Dagobah and met Yoda. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, they, interesting. They, yeah, they totally basically just split the, uh... The timelines there, but let's uh, let's talk about what we had convened to talk about because this, uh, as we had toted it, would be our Dark Knight roundtable. Mm-hmm. And uh, for sure, what'd you guys think? Yeah, uh, you know, I just I just saw it. It was awesome. Yeah, it was good times. Sean, explain what you thought while I flick this bick. You got it. Um, it made me like the first two better, or more, more, yeah. better. I thought yeah, it was... like the other the other two. I thought were. Kind of tame and kind of almost pointless. This movie like pulled it all together. It, like 
I'll admit it did round it off nicely, like as far as making it into a trilogy. Yeah. But uh, it wasn't as gruesome and crazy and I don't know introverted kind of as the Dark Knight I thought it was. Right. This was just more of a big blow em up fun time. Thing. But it it it, it, <coughs> it makes like you you watch the Dark Knight and you're like, why the fuck do they have like you know the Scarecrow in there just for like two minutes in the fucking beginning? Which, it, it seemed yeah. almost fucking pointless. Until you see Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, totally. He's just like part of the rogues gallery that's always sitting there, you yeah. know what I mean? Um, Josh? Yes? As far as just Batman in general, then, uh, do you did you go see this movie as just kind of a movie fan, like, familiar with Batman? Have you ever been a Batman reader? How far does your bat love go? Uh, we're going all the way back to Adam West. Yeah. Well played. I, I, I don't want to say I grew up watching it, because I mean, I'm the same age as you guys, but... You know, we're seeing it on syndication in TV. I mean, it was it was part of after school fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then after the uh, animated series started, it was all about that. Yeah, that changed everything because that you know, with the bridge in between there being, of course, Tim Burton's '89 Batman. But huge fan of that. Yeah, think about it. we were. I guess you were 12, and I was 13 when that came out. Saw it premiere day. I'll never ever forget it because. The, the, the great thing about the 89 Batman was the marketing campaign for that. Oh, for sure. Oh, they, you, they hardly gave you anything. They gave you a lot, but it was all like Alfred and Batmobile. And, but you hardly saw the Joker. You hardly saw, like, publicity shots of Batman. Yeah. And you just so were, like, teased. You, 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 you thought you almost never get to see him, you know? And then when you finally do, you're just like, oh. And then the fucking toys. And you know why they went so fucking hard with the, uh, the merchandise for that shit? I don't know, money? Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, but you know who they had to pay with that money? Who? Jack, Jack Nicholson's contract stated he gets oh, yeah. like 10% of the merchandising from the 89 Batman film. Yeah, that's right, I remember that. And still to this day, if merchandise based on the 89 film is released, Nicholson still gets a cut of that. Yeah. Well, then Nicholson got a pair, some of the cut of my shoes, because I had Joker Converse shoes. Awesome. Sweet. Yeah, that's... And, a, and a, a dude from school, it was like, I guess it was like my freshman year, eighth grade year or something, uh, he had the Batman shoes, and we had the same size shoe. So we looked like a couple fresh cats walking down the street. <laughs> nice. Hey, let's be shoe buddies, all right. <laughs> Which was disgusting, now that I think about it, but... I don't know how it was down there, but at least around here, the, uh, the Batman t-shirt craze was so extreme, like literally, I don't think there was a kid walking around anywhere that didn't have a Batman t-shirt on. That is true. Like, And not like one, it's not like there was one cool Batman t-shirt to wear. Yeah. You could wear any shape, sort, or type or size yeah. of Batman, if, as long as it was Batman, it was cool. For sure. You know? For sure. That was a beautiful summer. I think it's almost like that now, man. You could almost sell me anything Batman and I'd be like, fuck yeah, I'm wearing that. <laughs> See, I'm a big uh, supporter still of the 89 Batman. Like, I liked this trilogy, but it's not my kind of Batman in a way. How so? It's not comic-y enough? Well, you know how the, the brilliant thing about this was, yeah, almost in a way, but I'm not, I don't want to go as far as, like, you know, Adam West comic-y or even the Schumacher's comic-y, but I... Everyone loved these movies I meant because like, of how it made it seem like it could actually happen, right? Like it could be done in real life. Mm. And I almost think it went a little too far. Like I'm not into that little thing. I, I'm I'm pretty easy to suspend belief, you know. Yeah. So. Right. Did you see the Man of Steel trailer? I did, and it gave me fucking chills. Chills. Yeah, like I, I don't even remember words from it, man. I just it was, just going you know, all fuck. That's Kalel talking right there, or fucking yeah. We heard Jor- the Rus- we Jor- heard the Russell Crowe version. Is that the one you heard? That is the one I heard. Yeah. Yeah, and then there was so another there one. Two, I know there's two, but what's in the other one? It's Kevin Costner. Is it really? Yeah, I listened to it on YouTube. No fucking way. And it's Costner. Kev- yeah, Kevin Costner. You didn't yeah, know yeah, that? Yeah. yeah no, I know, but I mean, they're doing like both his dads. Are yeah, doing they like do. The- Each his dads do a trailer. Jesus. Oh, yeah. so Costner's playing uh, uh, Jonathan. Yes. Oh shit. Yeah, that's so, why so, in yeah, that so, picture of him and his dad, they made it like jimmied it up like a young uh, oh. Kevin Costner was in the picture there. Yeah, yeah. But it, yeah, and the one Jarrell's all like, you know, saying whatever, you will be, you will bring them into the sun or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the other one is uh, 
Jonathan Kent Costner talking about character. He's like, you know, you're going to oh, grow yeah. up to be a man, and you're going to be yeah. of a certain character, yeah. whether that character is good it or bad. Time work and telling the truth. Clark. No, he says, <laughs> he says, whatever you, when you're going to grow up and be a character, and you're whatever that character, good or bad, you're going to change the world. And he does a little speech like that, and I'm just like, oh, oh. <laughs> so, uh, so it's the same trailer, just with a different uh, voiceover. Yes, exact same trailer. Okay. Oh, it is the exact, it's yeah, the exact same, same trailer. See, I, Different voice and I, I had heard that there was going to be some some talking by either of them, but I did not expect the flying. Wasn't that amazing? Oh my goodness! That's, that's what gave me the chills. Did you ever see the old uh, Fleischer Max Fleischer cartoons from back in like the twenties of Superman? Oh, yeah. It's it looked just like that. I couldn't believe it. It was like that, but like cool. And I'm a big Zack Snyder fan. Like huge, like Watchmen loved it. Three hundred loved it. Even that fucking owl movie, that Legends of the Guardian Gahul owl movie. If you actually watch that movie, it's a fucking badass movie. You seen the uh, Batman serials from like the forties? I think it's even earlier. The thirties. I think it's the thirties. Yeah. No, I don't think I've seen those. <laughs> They're funny. Batman's so fat in them. Yeah, that would be like you know, and after school TV for a kid's. Dude, I think it's even too. Yeah, it's even. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you know we mean? wouldn't have even accepted watching that. He's got like sewed together ears that are just you know, like, it's, flopping dude, over. It's, uh, I think I told you about it before. It's like the Batmobile is just like a mm. old Ford. Like, it's like when it's the Batmobile, it's like a convertible. Mm-hmm. So like when it's like the Batmobile, it's like the tops off, and then like when it's Bruce Wayne, the tops on. No, because you, you, you can't tell the difference. Yeah, yeah. No, that's great. <laughs> Now, uh, we have to ask with the elephant in the room and all, and maybe it works out better just having you alone for the moment, Josh, is uh, yeah. what is the mood in Colorado, man? Uh, you saw what, uh, those were all potato waste words. For anybody uh, who hears uh, episode 26 and uh, Mrs. Hawkins at the beginning there laying down potato waste words, which are also written on the Podbean commentary, Sean just really wanted, he had to get that out. So yeah. no, those, those were beautiful words, man. Yeah. So he got them out. So uh, how's everybody doing down there, man? What's what's the mood and such? Well, actually, as we speak, the uh, the candlelight vigil is going on down at the uh, municipal municipal center. Um, not too far, actually, from where the theater was. And uh, right. I know Obama was here earlier. Really? Yeah, he yeah. was. Yeah, he was meeting with the families and stuff. Okay. Yeah, I think he was going to a few of the hospitals and to to speak with the, the people there, and sure. that was about it. He was jumping back on a plane and getting out. Sure. So, how far are you from Aurora? Well, the the, the little unfortunate little tiny town I live in is uh, about thirty minutes about thirty minutes away from that location. Oh, you're kidding! You're that close! So wow. Yeah, and I, I mean, I used to live not I don't know more than a few blocks from there. Yeah, really. Yeah, I've I've lived all over this place, but yeah, I used to live in Aurora growing up. You know what was also another super cool part? How well they stuck to the comics with uh, with the Bane breaking of the back. I was wondering what they were going to do with that. Yeah, he flat out held him up over his head and brought him down on his knee, and it was that was one of my favorite like moment shots of the whole movie. Was that? That was quick too, wasn't it? Oh yeah. But you kind of saw it coming. You kind of like, knew it was going to happen, but you didn't know still for sure. But then it happened, and I remember just being like, oh my god, it actually just fucking happened. Yeah, it he just broke like, his it fucking back. It didn't back. matter to me that I didn't even see Batman on the screen when Bane was just beating Batman up. You know what I mean? Yeah, Bane was pretty intimidatingly overpowered. Like, he was like, when they were throwing down on the steps, that was pretty. Yeah. Like, that, that part. I didn't like how like little utilized really his cape was. In yeah, the- compared to especially compared to how uh, the dark, dark Knight was. Yeah, totally. Like it was always just back over his shoulders. You know, he never really had it around or you know being kind of dark and creepy. This one was almost more like. I hate to say it, but like the Schumacherisk of the three because they just flat out were like. Fist fights in the streets and yeah, I don't know. That's not Batman to me. These all-out brawls, you know what I mean? Right. It's all you know, gadgetry and it sneaking was, around and whatnot. Yeah. Like they could have even uh, what? Oh, I see a check mark with Anthony there. Yeah. So we'll let him figure it out. 
Uh, you let him uh, figure it out. We'll let him figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> We're putting it back on you, you <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Watch when he comes out. We'll be like, come on, come on. Yeah, but I like uh, see like my favorite Batman shot of the movie was when he's they're on top of the roof and all the thugs are about to beat up Catwoman and he's sitting like on that stoop or fucking balcony or whatever the fuck and oh, he, yeah. he jumps off it down onto the building. And he's got his cape, his like legs are up, and his cape's kind of out like a bat, and he like jumps down like that. That's the kind of shit I want to see all the goddamn time. That's all I want to see out of Batman yeah. is cool cape shit. Make your cape look cool, they Batman, and I'm happy. They could have even made a Joker the exact same way, and not even had a Joker. What? What are you talking about? What? Uh, Joker gangs. Joker gangs. What? You're. Not, I'm not. Under, I'm not following you. You don't. Like from uh, Batman like Beyond, you, like you know, Joker's worship. Oh yeah, like, yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they could have made it exactly the same. Like, but like, in, like, not even had like a Bane or a fucking. Oh yeah, you could have put like. Yeah, but it was kind of integral to the party, like the story at least with the whole. You kind of knew still that she was. Like, yeah, they could have had going to be Talia they, they Al Ghul. Had, you know, they could have Bane, Talia Al Ghul, and a Joker gang. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, do you guys think that uh, the um, the judge towards the end there uh, that Scarecrow was playing? Do you think that original role was to be a to be Joker? Wow, that would have been pretty cool. I think they probably who knows what would have happened, eh? Like, who knows what he was thinking? I don't know how much he thought of of this story before, you know, Heath Ledger died or whatever, right. but. Who knows what he was thinking? Would he have, like if Heath Ledger didn't die, would it A have been so big? Would he A B have won an Oscar and C would they have put him in the third movie, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So So if Heath Ledger had what? Hadn't died. Here's our what if comic. This is our Batman what if comic for the week. What if Heath Ledger hadn't died? You know? Heath Ledger hadn't died. Yeah. Yeah. Would yeah. the last movie have been so big? Would he have won an Oscar? I'm gonna go again with the Joker gang. Did you, <laughs> is this all you care about? Is the thugs? Well, no. I just thought of it, and I'm still dwelling on it. Yeah. Well, you need. They need someone to focus. You just like, can't. I've like we've. I've like because like we've just watched. Like me and my kid just watched the, uh, the ones with the masks now. Like I've got the masks from the Joker movies, right? Right. But they wouldn't just go on their own. They'd need some sort of leader. There need to be there need to be some sort of leader. They're not just going to go around without some sort of leadership. There's got to be somebody at the helm. You can't just have a bunch of like anarchistic fucking thugs make running them, around. Make them in prison. You don't show them. It'd be more like they'd like have to join the Riddler's gang. You know what yeah. I mean? They'd be like, throw oh them, shit, like, throw them Joker's caught. What do we do? Oh, let's go see what Riddler needs, and yeah. you know, He's switch out. Well, who is the leader of the Joker's in Batman Beyond? Good question. I just uh, obtained that today too, but I haven't watched it and I can't remember. I don't think they ever showed a leader. So, really? Oh, there's the Anthony. Is that the yeah. Anthony? <laughs> yeah, it is. What's up, fools? What's up, Idaho? What's up, man? <laughs> Nothing much. Nice. Anthony, welcome. Sweet, now it's a round table. Now it's a round table. Josh, <laughs> meet Anthony. Anthony, meet Josh. Well, hello, sir. Hello, and this is Josh. This is our boy from Colorado. Yes, yes. Sir. yeah, man. Nice. The three hundred three. I feel you. I spent half my time growing up here in Idaho, and the other half growing up there. Oh, nice. Whereabouts? Nice. Um, Applewood, Lakewood, Golden. Went to Golden High for a year. Actually, saw the first Batman movie at Bear Valley. Yes. Oh, nice. So, what'd you think of this Batman movie, Anthony? It was freaking awesome. <laughs> right? I loved it. Oh, good for you! Yeah, you enjoyed it? <laughs> oh, yeah. Me and the wife had a good old time watching it. I got into a theater fairly early, so it wasn't too crowded. Of course, by the time the previews started, and then 20 minutes into the previews, the theater was almost full, so you it ended a, up getting you pretty full crowded. Theater? Almost full, yeah. It really? was in, It was like the sixth showing of the day today. And it was one of the, not the huge auditorium theaters, just one of the regular size ones. And I'd have to say it was about about maybe two thirds to three quarters of the way full by the time the movie started. That's all right. Half a big. Yeah, yeah. Well, we got about halfway, and uh, Josh, you were saying you got about halfway full, eh? 
Yeah, I was in the the big movie house here, and at the giant screen, and it wasn't even a half house. Yeah, yeah it's so weird because I noticed that too. Although I thought maybe yeah. it was because we went to like a seven o'clock show. I thought maybe when we come out that it would be packed, and there was only like you know maybe a yeah, hundred people in a lineup. Seats. Yeah, it wasn't that crazy at all. We got like front and center. It was fantastic. Um, Anthony, which version of the Man of Steel trailer did you get? Yeah, man, take the handrail seat. Uh, uh, we and saw the. What is it? The world's deadliest catch version. Right. Well, well, there was okay. Uh, there was one trailer that they put out, but uh, the one trailer was put out with either Russell Crowe's voice or Kevin Costner's voice. So uh, I believe ours had uh, Russell Crowe's voice doing the "You will show them a better world where they can stand in the light." Blah blah blah. Yeah. Okay. That, that seems, seems to be, to be the be, common thing. Yeah, the general consensus there. I guess uh, people, you have to go on YouTube, maybe, even if you want to hear the Kevin Costner, but so, I heard it, and it was good. It? You saw it? Yeah, I listened to it on YouTube. It's okay, on YouTube. Like, Fuck this, I'm going to find it. And, uh, okay, so there's a YouTube one that's got the Kevin Costner voiceover as Jonathan Kent? Yeah, and he's all like, you're going to be a man of character, good or bad, you'll change the world, blah, blah, blah. But uh, uh, it's, the, it's so weird now to think of those characters, like, I mean, those actors being old enough to play those parts. Kevin Costner is Jonathan Kent. Yeah. Hot ass Diane Lane is Ma Kent. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I hear you, man. It's just weird. It's weird. Was Dark Knight your favorite of the three, the Rises, or what? Um, I don't know. It'd probably be a toss up between uh, Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises. Man, no, nobody's nobody's with me on feeling the first one. I eh? first one. Oh no, I still I love the first one, but my just favorite. yeah, the, the pure anarchy of the Joker in the second one and I'm freaking in love with Tom Hardy. I have a big old man crush on that fucker so <laughs> just seeing him do this now. He, he did an entire movie where his full face is covered almost Yeah, and still you felt every line he delivered which you could barely hear. Yeah, that, that was my big complaint. I was like, okay, I'm 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 keeping up, but damn, it would be nice if it was a little more clear. I, yeah, I yeah. agree. Just a True. tiny well, bit. Well, and apparently they did the ADR again because they said during all the test screenings it was, like, even worse. And so they complained and they they redid the entire ADR on the film. I can't even imagine, man, how bad it must have been before. Yeah. Well, if you remember back to the very first trailer that they released, everybody complained that you couldn't understand Bane. Yeah, I think and, I saw that one, yeah. Yeah, the, the very first trailer compared to the actual voice in the movie, the voice in the movie was a lot more clear. Yeah, it was. Like, I could understand, you know, enough to, like, hear some cool shit, but there were some moments that it was just like, what? Yeah, it's like, what What, hit, what did he just mumble? Yeah. Okay, here's a... You're going to play the thing? Oh, did you find it? Yeah, he's going to play the Kevin Costner here, I believe. I think, oh, is it going for the Costner? Well, that's the, right, that's the thing heard, it's hard to right. tell. We all heard the Russell Crowe. Yeah, yeah, but it's YouTube, you should... Damn it. Fast it's hard to long. catch here. You'll hear it in a moment. Oh, I'm so... I got a big man crush on Zack Snyder. Oh, yeah. This is it. One day you're gonna have to make a choice. Nailed it. You have to decide what kind of man you want to grow up to be. Whoever that man is, good character or bad, he's gonna change the world. That's that's sweet. I don't know. Could you guys hear that? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Oh, now this flying, it's insane. Look at oh, this. God. It, it gave me chills, man. Like I, 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 like I said before we hit record, really, for real. Yeah. And I heard about there might be something in there, and I saw it, and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, no, that was one of the things I knew for sure going in. It was like, oh, yeah, they're the Dark or the Dark Knight Rises is going to have the first Superman trailer. You they announced that at Comic-Con. You could have missed that easily. Oh, yeah, 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 you could have missed it, but oh, my goodness. Zack Snyder is just, he's special. I, there's something about him that I knew. The second I heard that they were giving him Superman, I just knew. It felt right. It just felt like he was just going to make it look absolutely spectacular. Now, my, you know, my one big complaint about the entire three Batman was is I'm not a big fan of the costume and the way that like the neck is so mobile and it's like all rounded back of the head. Like that just doesn't feel right to me, you know. Is there a Dark Knight animated? Is that coming? 
They're doing Dark, Dark Knight Returns right now. That Dark Knight Returns, yeah. Yeah, That's yeah. Coming. And he's going to be voiced by what's his name? That could uh, be just as good as Batman Rises. Peter Weller, Ro- Robocop's going to be Batman. Peter Weller? Batman? Yeah, he's voicing Batman for the uh, Dark Knight Returns DC cartoon they're making. So Kevin Conroy doesn't do it anymore? He, uh, he He's kind of stepped out of doing it. He was doing all the series and he did a few of the movies. And uh, I, I couldn't tell you exactly why. I know he does still pop up doing it once in a while. But I think they've just tried to go different ways. Like Bruce, Bruce Greenwood was doing Batman on uh, Young Justice. How many Batmans have there been, you think? There's been a lot of Batmans, man. Yeah. Raven, Raven the Bold was just one. <laughs> that was Kevin Conroy, wasn't it? Kevin Conroy did no, Brave the Bold. No, that was Robert Diedrich. <laughs> oh, Diedrich Baker. Yeah, Diedrich yeah, Bader. Yeah, what Diedrich the hell? Bader, who, uh, yeah. Who's I talking about? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> no, man. Well, cartoons are kind of taking a dive. Have you seen Young Justice, you man? You still like sticking up for Aquaman. But I have not seen Young Justice yet. Oh, dude. Are you kidding me? This this cartoon is beautiful. This is the best cartoon since Batman the Animated Series. Really? Oh, hands down. Hands down. It's fantastic. It's so well done. We were talking about it with Anthony before last time. It's smart enough to have like the whole season mat like that like, the last episode of the season matter for the whole season, you know what I mean? It's right. it, nice. They treat you like a grown up, just like, you know just like the animated series yeah. kinda did. They're like, Okay, this isn't for little kitties, we're just, you know but yeah, This could be a prime time <laughs> cartoon, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna have to check it out. And what we did figure out before... Anthony, remember how we were, we were figuring because of all the technological stuff that Robin was doing that it was probably Tim Drake? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I know we were wrong now on that because in the second season, it's Nightwing, and he's totally Dick Grayson talking about when he was Robin in the first season. Yeah, Does he yeah, say it was about the first season? Sorry? Does he say it was the first season? Yeah, that would be remember, awesome. Remember me back last in the season first... during our cartoon? I yeah. was doing this. <laughs> Toad, but there's a new uh, there's a new Robin now, and I think it's Tim Drake. So Dick Grayson's kind of mentoring him a little. But yeah, he's... it comes five years in the future. Yeah, it's totally. I mean, hell, if they don't say it, could be Jason Todd. No, they do say it's Tim Drake in the second one. Yeah, they, call they actually him say it sure this they time? Call him Tim. Yeah, they call him Tim in this one. They they kind of open things up a little more. But then there's more yeah. mis- mystery about like Artemis. Like it's five and years stuff. in the future now, so like Red Arrow's like all sketched out. What did you guys think of the uh, cute little thing of putting Joseph Gordon Levin there and being like the whole Robin thing at the end? Holy ravioli! I loved it. What? I thought it was awesome. I I, I thought it was well placed. Yeah, I thought they kind of handled the it well. The sewer scene was retarded. Which sewer scene? When he, like, ran, like, when he figured out where, like, that Gordon was traveling, like, or would have dropped through the sewers. Oh, yeah, and then he runs around and, and finds Gordon. The sewer grate where Gordon yeah, that was, was like, that was kind of a plot hole. Yeah, he was like, good. I'm telling you, man, Gordon's crazy. Yeah, Gordon's nuts, but I thought it was kind of cool how I'm they... Glad had... they used him like that. That was kind of... Dope. Like you, if you want to stick up for Joseph Gordon, well, they almost like built the whole movie around him, man. Neighbor? They almost literally built the whole movie is almost from the point of view of Joseph Gordon Levin's character. Oh, Damn for sure. You know what I mean? He's almost like the central. He's almost Depends like you in the in movie, there, you know. But it all comes and then at the end, and he finds the Batcave, and he finds his way in there, and I thought it was kind of cool. So okay, so no one's not going to do anymore, but. Let's just say that that story continued. Would he go Nightwing, or would he put on a Batman suit? Oh, good more question. Alfred. More Alfred. That's a good I think question. He'd be the new Batman. He would, but it might be cool if he did Nightwing for a bit, and then for some reason Bale had to come back to as Nightwing. Batman. I'd love to see Nightwing. Yeah. Well, yeah. if he does, though, then he shows up in Gotham as Nightwing, and everybody's like, "Who the hell's this guy?" And then just Christian Bale and Alfred. And then, but then it's like a whole new starting, you know? It's almost like a whole new origin they can do for no Nightwing. Robin, but there's been no Robin. Skip like, Robin altogether and go straight to, to Nightwing, man. Let's go Why straight not? to Nightwing. Yeah, totally. Yeah, see, it's give possible. Christian Bale Robin. Give Christian Bale Robin, man. Well, they're just. They're, it's going to be weird how they're going to do this now because you know they want to push out their Justice League movie and they're going to want it all to start coming forth and connecting from Man of Steel. You know what I mean? I didn't even think of that angle about it at all. Oh, well, they, that oh, yeah. wasn't their original idea, but now they've come out and said that they're going to try and do it off the momentum. So now Mr. Henry Cavill is going to be able to be like, 
Oh, you want me to do a Justice League movie now? Oh, it's going to take some coin, you know? Yeah, because their whole setup now is Batman has to be rebooted, so whoever you get as the next Batman is going to also be your Batman in your Justice League movie. And so the Nolan stuff's done and over with. That franchise goes away. They start over from scratch. And, yeah, like you're saying, the idea now is the Man of Steel is they're going to try to make Man of Steel their Iron Man 1. Yeah, pretty much. It's like we start from this point forward and build, you know, a full universe. Yeah. And I, I think, I bet you we don't see Batman again until a Justice League movie. Because there have been so many times that they've done his origin, they've done his story. They can kind of leave him alone now and just, like, have him start point off in a Justice League movie, you know? I totally agree with that. Yeah, yeah they, they could. They, they may want to get a few others out of the way. They'll probably ignore Green Lantern as well, not redo that one, just stick him straight in, and then maybe do, like, a Flash and Wonder Woman movie. Because I know they're really pushing the Wonder Woman thing. And Zack Snyder, if he pulls off this Man of Steel, he's probably the one man on Earth, I think, who could pull off a Wonder Woman movie and make her look cool in a in a what's-her-name kind of way. In a... What's Watchmen? What's her name? Like Silk Spectre? Yeah, like in a Silk Spectre type way, he'd treat Wonder Woman, you know what I mean? Oh, okay. And I don't know, I think at this point in time, Warner just needs to, you know, step up, grow some balls, and pay Joss Whedon whatever he wants to do the Wonder Woman movie. Yeah, he, yeah, you were champion that too before. He does make girls kick ass. Yeah, I'm sick of cartoons. He makes kick-ass women, and he made the Avengers film. I mean, they know he can do that movie now. Yeah, there's well, and, all the and, proof in the world to back to make a company think that he can do it, much less the fans. And in in Whedon fashion, he kills off a uh, fan favorite. Yeah, this that's is true. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that is that's a big Whedon thing he does. Someone unsuspecting, and oh shit, he's dead. I heard they were gonna bring Coulson, Agent Coulson, back as the Vision, maybe. Yeah, yeah I've heard that rumor too. Bring it um, back as the Vision in the in the second Avengers film. Yeah, Zapsic said that. Yeah, yeah, it's actually, yeah, Zap Zapsic said that. <laughs> nope. Yeah, and that would be awesome. I just right, don't so know if school, they could do that suit. School's the non-comic book guy. Uh, the Vision is just uh, he's like a green robot kind of creature that had like an entity put into him or some kind of shit. No, he's a he's full AI. Oh, he's is a complete he? AI robot? Yeah, he's, he's Data. Except as a superhero, okay, he has cool. the ability to control his density. I think they can make him look pretty cool. I he just was like green this. with like a red triangle on his face or something, wasn't he? Yeah, but his whole suit was like a green and yellow mashup. So like in old school '60s comics, it looked awesome. But nowadays, I think they'd have to change the way his outfit looks. Oh yeah, they would definitely would. I think they'd change like the tone of it, like a dark green and a gold, kind of like they did with Iron Man. You know, like a deep red and gold kind of thing. Yeah. It's- Little, little changes, but I mean, it's something to where I mean, the right you know character creator or designer could you know have a you know just a hell of a party with that costume and make a really cool looking vision. Yeah, I think they could pull it off, man. I think they should definitely do that. It's a perfect excuse, and that guy you could see him kind of with the bald head and kind of the look to his face too. You know, it would work, and then that way he's still like the heart of the Avengers. Yeah, and they just kind of base the whole thing on him, and totally, he's still the center. I'd like it. to see them do like just a big splash of like all like the Justice League. And then do like one movie each, and then come back and do like a part two. I'm Justice down for that. If they just skip doing movies, you know like I mean? rather than just like feeling out like eight Marvel movies or whatever. Yeah, totally. Movies, just you know just I mean? hit us with a Justice League movie straight off the bat. Just bang. Do, here you go. Do Man of Steel and then straight into Justice League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. shit. Yeah. And why the hell not? Eight commercials of just the Justice League solo with their own fucking movies the next summer. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you can start making your fucking Hawkman movies and shit. You know. Yeah. And the only reason I would say why not is because of how bad. Bad GL did, and because Batman just ended. Yeah, I it's think all... they're going to give us at least two more films before they go before they actually release a Justice League. I think it all is going to hinge on Man of Steel, man. However, well yeah. it does, and then a lot of it will. Yeah, Man yeah. of Steel is going to change it. And then yeah, are they going to kind of? Because I don't think Josh Whedon's going to do anything DC. You know what I mean? I think they're going to have to find their own Josh Whedon. I kind of hope it's Zack Snyder. But you know, I'm kind of biased that way because I just think anything. Talking, I don't think he can do any wrong. Post Man of Steel. Yeah, Post Man of Steel, <laughs> and then he just goes straight into a Justice League movie. Come on now, that'd be beautiful. It, it can be DC? Awesome. Can DC and, and and Warner Brothers pull off what Marvel and uh, the Avengers did? It's too late, I think, 
for them to... Well, if it's done right, absolutely. Justice League could blow everything in the world out of the water if done right. But before Marvel made the Avengers, they proved that they could make superhero movies right by already having made Iron Man and having made Thor and having yeah. made these movies good. They proved, you know, there's a pretty good chance that Avengers is going to be good, right? Unless right, totally. Christopher Nolan's name is on Justice League... It's a total toss-up. It could be absolute trash. No one's going to know or trust it, you know? His name is attached to Man of Steel, is it not? Yeah, he's yeah, producing as a producer. Yeah. So, there's a lot, there seems to be a lot of worry of making a dark Superman movie. Yeah. I don't think yeah, it's... Yeah, like, even the posters, man, he, like, they got that shot that they released at Comic-Con, like, his head's down, he's in shadows, the suit's super dark, you can barely see half of the S... It's, it's. I think it's the problem of oh well, a dark a dark Batman worked. Let's make a dark Superman. And uh, I, and I, I'm not even a big Superman fan. I don't think you can do that. I don't. No, you can't do a dark Superman. I don't think it's really going to be dark so much as like yeah, it looks dark in those ways that it's heavy shadows and this and that. But like, would would you say Watchmen was a dark movie? Oh, definitely. Okay, I guess you'd have to say oh, it's a sure. dark movie then. But there's still a lot of really brilliant colors to how that's done. You know, they're just really deep and dark, yeah. Well, yeah, there but, was an 800-foot blue guy with you know a giant blue penis. Yeah. <laughs> it was still a dark film. But even the scenes of like the comedian yeah. blowing people up wasn't that dark to me. What are you talking about? It wasn't. It wasn't. like If you're talking about like the way they shot it and stuff. No, like, I'm you, saying totally that film was dark. He was laughing. It wasn't that dark. (laughs) So was the Joker. Dark Knight's still a dark damn movie when you deal with all the stuff that guy was doing. Yeah, it's it's true. I don't know. It's just the look of it to me is just... I love the whole... I know people are kind of making fun of the whole Alaskan Fisher beard thing, but there's just something... Uh, See, the the fisherman (laughs) thing, I'm just concerned about is just because I don't know, I mean, the why of it. Why is Superman out there fishing? Why is he hiding, you know... It's. I mean, yeah. if you want to talk about tone of a movie, I actually love the Brian Singer Superman Returns. I was the a fan too. Tone of that film was perfect. Yeah. Would you say that was a dark movie though? No, it wasn't dark at all. Uh-huh. It was kind of emo Superman though. Which yeah, it that? was a little emo, and they oh, yeah. you know made the mistake of trying to bring in a half Kryptonian kid, which is which was just a stupid fucking idea. <laughs> yeah. But, I well, mean, Go ahead. You know, Brandon <laughs> Routh was awesome. Kevin Spacey was an amazing Lex Luthor. I agree. Other than the the one brown corduroy suit, Lex Luthor would never wear corduroy. <laughs> but I mean, other than that, I mean, that movie had some great parts to it. And tonally, like when he catches that plane in front of a whole stadium of people and then drops the line, like it's still safer to fly than drive. That's the big blue Boy Scout. Yeah, that's sure. the big you know the light bright hero that is Superman. He has to be the icon. I Batman agree. can be dark and in the shadows and hidden because he's the the myth, the idea of the Batman. But Superman has to be the one that's front and center that everybody can look up to. He actually has to have the weight of the entire DC Universe on his shoulders. And so if that guy's dark and emo and wondering where's his place in the universe, that might fucking ruin the film. Yeah... I, I see what you're saying, but I don't know. There's, I see maybe it's just like the way I view like the color red and blue themselves in a way. But I think no matter how dark the red and blue are, there's still some dude in a red and blue suit in a gray world. Do you know what I mean? Who the fuck's Lex Luthor gonna be? I, he's I, he's not in it. It's Zod, man. It's what's yeah, his name? Yeah, I don't think they're gonna introduce because it, the, one of the biggest problems that people complained about was there wasn't a big villain for Supes to you know to go hand to hand with yeah. in Superman Returns. So they're bringing Zod straight forward in the next. one. Yeah, shit. Yeah, that's yeah. gonna be fucking awesome, man. Oh, yeah, Phantom Zone. Are yeah, you kidding me? Yeah, that's, that, that's like my the favorite Phantom Zone shit in the part Phantom two. Zone shit in Smallville. Oh, yeah. is even awesome. But regular Part Two or Part Two, the Donner cut. Uh, I'll take either, really. Yeah, they're both worth watching, but I do love the Donner cut. Watching one yeah. and two back to back, the Donner version, the, that's awesome. When was the I Donner version that. released? I just I like, don't throwing, know if I've I just seen like throwing the second one on now, but it might be just because I got a kid now, and we could just kind of skip over one and like you know the intro. 
Oh yeah, and two is just a fun movie to watch. Yeah. Well, the Donner release of uh, the Donner cut of Superman two that only came out like a few years ago or something, didn't it? I will say like eight or nine now. It's been a little bit. Yeah, but in the last decade, it wasn't like it hadn't been released for a long time, right? Yeah, no, it took them a bit to get uh, like that. I think they had to. There was a problem with getting the rights released to it before they could put it on DVDs and stuff. Right. See, I don't think I've seen the Donner cut. Then is it very different? I mean, it's got a fair amount of difference. Mainly, it's the end sequences because Donner had pretty much filmed all of one and two together, right. and then they brought in that guy when whenever the fight with him and I don't remember if it was the producers or whoever it was. I watched the documentary, but I can't remember it. But yeah, it's, he had basically shot his entire film, and then they brought somebody in to finish it, and that guy kind of changed the, like, I guess, like the last, mainly the last half hour. Okay. Well, that'd be interesting to see. I haven't seen that at all, man. But that'd be neat. I like how they completely yeah, like. Watch it. <clears throat> I like how they completely like ignored. Uh, Superman Returns is supposed to be what number three is supposed to ignore number three. Well, it's the oh, sequel three to and part two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because what Brian Singer said was that he was going to say true to the Donner films and basically act like the other two didn't exist, which kind of makes sense to me. <coughs> yeah, because <clears throat> it was smart. I mean, they went with so much similar stuff. I mean, hell, Marlon Brando's in the movie. <clears throat> they go with the with the original music score, you know what I mean. So this exactly. one's going to be this is going to be a big change, whether it's dark or light or whatever. This is going to be a big change for the world to get used to because it's Superman without the Superman music. Yeah, it's, that part I don't know if I like that part at all. Yeah, it's that's I, I get to say change every actor in the film, but how could you not have the da 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 da? That is Superman. Yeah, exactly. There's no other superhero that's had a movie made where the music was as synonymous, I think, as it with it as Superman did. For sure. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like Jaws. You know, just three All little right. notes, and bam, you know the movie, you know the setting, you know everything. Yeah, Superman has it. Halloween has it. Jaws has it. Jaws can get away with Star like Wars. two Star Wars. Star Wars. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, to have a Superman movie that's not gonna have that song. Yeah. That's just. I don't know. It's going to have to be huge, man. So I think there's going to be some cool scenes. We're going to get to see, like, actual Kryptonian architecture, you know, and not just, like, the one room that he's shot out of in his little ship, you know what I mean? Yeah, hopefully more than just, you know, some giant crystals. Yeah. I never did understand those crystals. What was the Oz Oh, yeah, have you guys seen the new trailer for the new Oz movie? Oh, yeah. What? There's a new Oz movie? Dude, it's sick, yeah. yeah. The great and powerful Oz. Yeah, it's it looks fantastic. It's a prequel, or at least it's about the story of when the wizard actually, you know, he's a, like a snake oil salesman, and when he actually gets blown into Oz, like from his hot air balloon. Interesting. Yeah, but it's James Franco as the wizard, and it looks rad, man. It it's looks like... freaking Harry Osborn. Yeah, man, it looks wicked how <laughs> it's like, they're doing it how it's black and white at the beginning too, and then it goes to color. Yeah, when it gets to Oz. Yeah, and you, it does. It looks really cool. Have you guys seen Return to Oz that Disney did years ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's done every once in a while. Oh. I tried to and really different. Yeah, it was crazy. It starts out she's they're gonna give her like like electroshock therapy and stuff because she keeps babbling on about Oz and they think she's nuts. <laughs> but how does she actually end up in Oz though? Like, does, does she like fall over and crack her head or something? Uh, doesn't a storm happen and she gets in a box and she floats away and then she yeah. floats away in a giant flood and ends up in Oz, I think? There's a flood? Yeah, I, I think there was a second a second storm. The one I really liked was, uh, what was it called? Tin Man on the Sci-Fi Channel. Did I think I heard of that, but... Uh, I, I never saw that. What was that one all about? Oh, it was awesome. It was uh, Zoe Deschanel is uh, Dorothy living in, you know, normal Kansas and then finds out that her parents, like, basically took her from Oz what? and brought her over. Yeah, it's got uh, Alan Cumming is, uh, what's his name, is Glitch. He's, like, the version of the Scarecrow. is a guy that's had brain surgery done to him. What? The Tin Man is uh, Neil uh, McDonough. He's yeah. actually a, uh, he's like a cop. They're called Tin Men because of their tin stars. Okay. Yeah, it's it's this weird version of it, but it was a really cool series. That sounds kind of It wasn't that long, right. yeah, it's what, it's like five or six episodes or something. That's all? Oh, three episodes long. And yeah, it's on Netflix. Really? That sounds pretty rad. I, say, I remember seeing it on there. That might be pretty cool to check out. Yeah, for sure. For yeah, that's sure. the phone, yeah, it's called uh, Tin Man. 
What did you think of uh, throwing Matthew Modine in there? Oh, I thought he did, did good. Yeah, I thought. And once he don't want to smack him though, and he's hiding in his house. Yeah, what the hell? Eh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, he fit the role well. He definitely carried it for what it was. I uh, I thought it was. I was really surprised that he kind of admits to Gordon who he is at the end. Yeah, I like that. I wasn't too. expecting that either. Yeah, that was totally kind of weird. I don't know, like watching that again and like really paying attention to like what happened in the pit. You're all about the pit. That was definitely your favorite. part. I really liked the pit too. It but... was used well. It was. Yeah, it was done very well. Yeah, like it was what in the subway. So who is that? Where it was? Who was it? Who threw them into the pit? Exactly. Like what? Like I'm whose whose prison it. was it? I think it was like there was just people. Playing. I think it said they said it was Bane's prison. Yeah, it was just some prison in South America somewhere down in like Mexico or something. It's just a general prison where they threw people, I guess, eh? Yeah. And then uh, yeah, the League of Shadows comes down and pulls them out afterwards and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't see that. I I, I kind of figured that she'd turn out to be Talia Al Ghul at the yeah. end, but I didn't figure out that she was the kid at all. I totally was with the kid yeah. being Bane the whole time. Yeah, yeah. So see, was I. I I only guessed it just because they refused to show her caretaker's face, and I'm like, the only person whose face they would keep covered is Tom Hardy, because they they're not showing you Bane through the entire movie. And I kept looking at that little kid, and you know, not knowing if that's a little boy or a little girl. I don't want to be rude. But they were very androgynous. It's like that little kid could be a little girl. I was like, I'll bet that's who escaped was Talia. The only thing making me kind of think from that was that it might. I thought for some reason I thought the covered face it might have ended up being Ra's al Ghul protecting his own daughter or kid. You know, Cause which yeah, yeah could have made sense if he had like somehow snuck down into that prison. But then why wouldn't if he had you know been there to save the mother? Well, I thought. Oh yeah, because it was his. He was the guy that the wife was taken that away saved from. Saved the little yeah, girl, that's yeah. Right. Not, yeah. As soon as they said the child of Ra's al Ghul, I was like, "Well, yeah, that's Talia then." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember hearing a long time ago that she was going to be in the movie, and halfway through the movie, I was like, "Wait a second, things aren't adding up here." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wrap your heads around this: if they were to come back and do a sequel with you know the Robin guy becoming either Nightwing or Robin or New Batman. Guess what happened in this movie? Bruce Wayne had sex with Talia Al Ghul. Damien. Which yeah. gives you Damien. Yeah. 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 Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. You can get the grandson of the demon. Yeah. They could introduce the little bastard assassin. Yeah. <laughs> I think it'd be awesome if they did it like they did in Kick-Ass. They That's made Hit, they made totally hit Girl happen. look awesome in Kick-Ass. Oh, indeed. Hit yeah, Girl so they... Amazing. And they were still made it kind of light and comic booky. If you just put that little extra more effort on top of doing what they did with Hit Girl, you could have some little ten year old badass totally flipping around pulling off yeah. Robin shit. Yeah. Oh you yeah. Know? And it would be fun to see too, especially if yeah. they get the right kid to do it. And you know what? I hate to admit this, but I'd love George Clooney to get a second chance at the Cape and Cow. For fuck's sake. Oh God! No. Oh, I, I don't know about that. I don't be ashamed to admit that. No, you should no. Be ashamed. no, listen. It, let me explain. That's three let me on explain. One. Three on one. Let me three explain. On one. When he came out, do you get, do you get to explain? I get to explain. One? Yes, I do. <laughs> I get to explain this because when he did it, it was a certain time, a certain age. He was a certain place in his career, and he was a certain type of actor who had only done certain kind of roles. Right now, he's a much older, much more mature, much more you know, accomplished human being, right? And I still think, look-wise, if he was able to pull off gruff and angrier and not like Playboy George Clooney, which I think he could do, he could play subtle, like he's proved he's done in some of his past independent movies he's done. I think if given the proper situation, he could be a fucking brilliant Batman. That's what all I'm saying. My retort is, as Batman... Yeah, I'm telling you, man. As Batman, because okay, imagine they do Batman think Returns. About him moving around. Imagine think about, they do him moving around. Like he can't. Like he's fucking. He's not the guy you want running around, being Batman. I don't know. He might kind of be. He no, could. No, no, he no. could pull off uh, like subtle, angry enough. Maybe subtle, I think. So all that gray in his hair, he could come back and play Alfred. Subtle, <laughs> angry. Yeah. Subtle, angry enough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Say they did the yeah, Dark throw, Knight Returns. Throw him in there. Throw him in there as like Gordon and. 
That'd be better. No, he's say they say they did the Dark Knight Returns then, and how I was it, just thinking of that too. That might be the only way that I could see it as a passable version of Batman. I'm saying Gray is great. Gray him up, make him older, make him gruffer. I think it could be better. You know who I could also see pulling that off? You know Ian McShane from uh, Deadwood. He played. Oh Bl- yeah, Ian McShane could definitely be the Frank Miller Batman in Batman. In yeah. the Dark Knight Returns. Yeah, yeah. I think that'd be badass, man. He'd be like a totally gruff, angry old Batman. That's that's my Batman. That's the kind of Batman I want to see. They kind of played with it, giving Christian Bale the cane, eh? I, I actually thought that um, Bane was going to break his back at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, like and then very, he'd have the cane afterwards. See him already all fucked up, and then yeah. it's gonna be like the whole process to get back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was gonna be more like that too, where the introduction of Bane and the breaking of the bat was gonna be a lot earlier. I actually, I'm a lot happier with this because it's one of those things where Nolan, knowing all the stories and having read, you know, Nightfall and looked into everything, knew that a lot of people would expect that and went a totally different way, and I think it turned out better. Yeah, I think it worked, except for when it finally did happen. You were like, oh shit, this is going to be a long fucking movie. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Going in, I knew that. The marquee said two hours and 45 minutes. Yeah. Like, oh shit. There's nothing... I knew I should have eaten a bigger piece of brownie before I went, too. Yeah. <laughs> like you know what? I'm excited, though. I'm glad. You know, these these movies were awesome. They weren't the, my favorite type of Batman I've ever seen, but you know what? I'll, I'm not. I'm not complaining because I'll take Batman in any form, but I'm really excited to see what gets to happen now, you know? I really, really, really dug that new Spider-Man. The more I think about it, the more I want to see it again. Oh, yeah. I really enjoyed it. You know what's funny is people, like, were complaining, I guess, about the skateboarding scene. They're like, what's with the whole emo off-by-myself skateboarding thing? He was trying out his fucking superpowers. He just happened to be doing it with a skateboard. Absolutely. I thought that scene made more sense than I'm going to swing from a crane across this giant, busy intersection in Manhattan, and nobody's going to see me do it. Yeah, I'm going to have to go see this movie, I think, next weekend. Um, It's... I, I I don't know. I just loved it. I, I thought it was so well done. I thought it'd be stupid if they messed with the origin, but they messed with it in the perfect way. Like, they really did. I thought it made more sense of him becoming Spider-Man. You know, like, they made a they made a quick, easy excuse of it in the old origin story, and he wanted to become a wrestler, so he came up with, you know, he wanted to win that prize money, so he comes up with this crazy, elaborate character, Spider-Man, to become a professional wrestler. And that made it make sense, but I thought this was even cooler when he falls through that roof and... Oh, actually, I shouldn't warn... Uh, sorry, I won't ruin it because Josh hasn't seen it, but... The way they do it this time, he's got he's got a bigger origin and it's got a lot more backstory, but it makes more sense of why he becomes Spider-Man. At least that's what I found. Well, I, then, I thought they did a damn good job. So, Josh, you haven't seen Amazing yet? No, I have not yet. Oh, uh, yeah, def- definitely go see it. Yeah, If you like comic books at all, I can't see anybody that would go see this movie and complain about it. People... I mean, people always, I mean, the, the internet age, right? People complain about anything. But if you can't sit and watch Amazing Spider-Man and just enjoy yourself, there's something wrong with you as a human being. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's just a badass movie as far as it's made. It looks really, really fucking cool, man. It's. Uh... I nodded off once or twice. It wasn't because of the movie, though. No, it's... <laughs> <laughs> yes, and the one thing I know going into it, my wife was scared to go see it because she didn't like the previews where they kept showing that first-person image where he had the POV cam and he was just crawling along the building and crawling along the building and crawling, and it was like three minutes him crawling along a goddamn building. Yeah. She's like, I'm going to get sick as hell doing that, you know, watching that on a movie. And on the big screen in the theaters, that sequence is like maybe ten seconds. Yeah, I heard they cut it down quite a bit. Yeah. yeah. Which I'm assuming, you know, must have been a lot of people complaining about. But yeah, there's nothing in the movie that gives you that, like, that awful POV that's like, wow, this is really boring. Yeah, no, I thought they made it way more, uh, like, slicker looking, you know? So, I thought it just made way more sense. Uh, fucking great great movie. It made the, it made the first three look yeah. like practice to me. It was kind of weird that they had What's-Her-Name playing a high school kid, though. Who, Emma Stone? Yeah. I added Batman to my pull list. I just uh, picked up my books Friday, because I always get my books every two weeks on Friday on payday, and just finished reading the final, the, uh, the final to the Court of the Owls. Yeah, it was a super, I thought it was fun times, you know, we'll see wherever it goes from here. But also part of what enables them, I think, to have remained, I don't know, uh, Josh, are you familiar with the whole Court of Owls thing that just went on? 
I, like I said, my, my comic knowledge is so okay. so small that it, I, I think if I had an iPad, I'd probably read comics all the time. It's, uh, yeah, no, digital's a really good way to go. <clears throat> but just a quick overview for you, uh, there was this underground secret society called the Court of Owls that has been apparently secretly running Gotham City for, like, hundreds of years with their, like, talent assassin warriors and shit. And apparently Batman had absolutely no clue that this was going on in his city. And uh, that's basically been the storyline for, like, the last ten issues, right? And they've been fucking okay. with the Waynes for a while, too. Yeah, they've been fucking with the Waynes for a while. But then the big reveal at the whole end of the arc was that, uh, mega spoiler, was that the big bad main talon of the whole group was actually Batman's long-lost brother, Thomas Wayne Jr. Interesting. Yeah, so he's this... Now, if, if you're going to go ahead and forgive them for doing something like that, then you might as well go ahead and have to believe to yourself the only guy who could really stand up to Batman would kind of be Batman, right? Right. In a way, this guy being Batman's brother, maybe being the one guy who could actually keep a secret from Batman, you know? Mm -hmm. That's really interesting. So that makes it a little more forgiving. What do you think, Anthony? (laughs) Eh. I mean, I love Scott Snyder, but I I just, I think more of his mind is focused on American Vampire, and that's why that book is so freaking amazing. That he just kind of is writing Batman for fun. I gotta hear. I gotta read this. You bought it, didn't you? Buy it? I've got a few. Yeah, I have to read them because it's been far have, too you long. Should have now. one of um, one of the free comic books from uh, Fan Expo. Remember, we got all those num- all those number ones at at Fan Expo twenty ten. Yeah, one of them. Was... One of them should be uh, American Vampire. Really? Well, I'll have to look through my yeah. free comic pile then and see if it's in there because. Uh, yeah, I just I love the idea, Anthony, that you explained that it's vampires, but different species of vampires. American, like an American vampire American doesn't have the same like physiology as a European vampire. Yeah, it's awesome. What Scott Snyder came up with is basically each different like region ends up kind of having their own strain of vampire. Sometimes when someone's bit, they can actually become a new strain depending on like where they are and the events that happen. And so Skinner Sweet is this freaking crazy ass character who's basically like you know like an anti-hero is really a bad guy but he becomes you know the main focus of the book because he's the first american vampire he's the progenitor of that species and so he has different weaknesses he has different strengths than like you know the carpathian vampire or the vietnamese or korean vampire they have different <laughs> awesome. hours and yeah it's, it's cool because like silver doesn't work on skinner sweet you have to have gold Really? Awesome. Yeah, gold is what hurts American vampires, and they can they can walk around in daylight like it's no problem. And so yeah, it's weird you have these different power sets by that are basically set by the species of the vampire. Okay, that sounds rad. Yeah, man. Well, since you brought up vampires and different species of vampires, does anybody know if uh, Wesley Snipes got out of prison yet? I don't think he has. <laughs> I, think I don't know, yeah, that tax eviction thing was a while ago, right? Yeah, how long has he been in for? I thought I read somewhere he was supposed to get out this past week, but... Yeah, because that kind of thing, what do they get? Usually, like, two, three-year sentences, and then w- that flies by before we even notice, and, like, all of a sudden they're out again, you know? I know there was talk of making another uh, Blade movie, but it being a Deacon Frost movie. Really? Man, like... They talked about doing the Night Stalkers film. Really? Yeah. There's a, there's a missing scene from Blade 3, Blade Trinity, that is um, Ryan Reynolds and Jessica Biel going into a casino and they kill a werewolf. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's one of the, it's one of the deleted scenes. I think it's on the DVD. But yeah, it was, it was basically the setup for the Night Stalkers movie to where you could keep going with the Blade franchise without Wesley Snipes. Mm-hmm. I think there was a lot of things missing from that movie. From like the third one, good, I thought so. Yeah, yeah, like a good plot and <laughs> good acting. And yeah, uh, I, I like Blade Trinity, but yeah, I, I, I liked it for very those. specific reasons. I have to admit, I wasn't a big fan of it either. I mean, I'm, I loved, loved, loved number two, but I don't know, number three, just after number two, maybe it's just that it couldn't follow number two for me. Uh, yeah, two was really good, but I mean, come on, you get Jarko Grimwood... Triple H as a vampire, that <laughs> shit was hilarious. That was funny. That was the only good, thing yeah. better was Parker Posey. I think what's like, it was Dominic Purcell as Dracula is what killed it for me. 
Yeah, seeing Lincoln Rhymes from Prison Break as Dracula. Yeah, I just I don't know. I couldn't I couldn't deal with it. And then when he turns into the demon much. thing, I don't know. It was a little bit over the top, you know. Yeah. yeah. See, for me, the the character that freaking you know, um, like Ryan Reynolds didn't play Hal Jordan. He half played you know Kyle Rayner and a cocky asshole yeah. in Green Lantern, and that was the problem. He played the Hannibal King character like perfectly because it's a mix of actually two of the characters from the Night Soccer books and so mixing those two characters together you get the character he played in Blade Trinity and I think he did that amazing plus he got to say the line cock juggling thunder cunt in a film (laughs) (laughs) who the hell could get away with that (laughs) so they're an actual Parker Posey is a horse humping bitch (laughs) nice yeah I know great lines in that movie like if it's on, I'll watch it. But just those though, the Reapers from the part two there, I just oh man, those the those Reapers guys were badass. But you you know? just, if you're gonna bring up Wesley Snipes, you gotta go back and give him props for the very first Blade. Because oh yeah, if it wasn't Wesley Snipes, we wouldn't have Avengers. We wouldn't have Fantastic Four. We wouldn't have fucking Spider Man. Was it pre X Men? It was pre all. Oh, yeah. It was the first yeah, it was the first one. Film. Yeah, Marvel that... couldn't get funding for any of their movies. No studios wanted to do a Marvel movie because the only proven franchise at the time was the last one was Batman, and it had been ruined. The fourth Batman movie made like six bucks. Yeah. So Marvel couldn't get any funding. When you watch the in, the very start of the credits on the first Blade movie, it's Amon Ra Productions. That's Wesley Snipes' own company. He yeah. started a film company just to pay the money to get the rights to a movie and then do the movie himself. Yeah. And then forget and to pay it's his probably tax. the best one that'll probably ever come out too. Yep. Yeah. That Blade One give us X One, give us Spider Man, all of that. It's all because of Wesley Snipes. Yeah, that's you. You're totally tax right. Tax money be damned. They need to give that boy fucking Black Panther. Yeah, that'd be pretty sick. That'd be pretty well done. Yeah. All right, so fellas. With all these uh, comic book movies. What does this open up? I mean, like, do we do we get flooded with even more now? Oh, for sure. Definitely. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, freaking the money for Avengers itself, that'll green light thirty films. Which hopefully is a good thing for DC. If DC can do a few a bit at a time well, people will probably get drowned out of Marvel and kind of start heading DC's way if DC that. can do it kind of gradually and Whereas I hope that like it shows DC that they could probably do other styles of comic book movies. I just think Thor you know 2 I mean? doesn't have to be made like when some they other... The, like, they did the Watchmen. You know. They branched out and did, like, the Watchmen, not a superhero movie. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. I still... So, like, I, they, could, they can do that a lot more. Like you say, though, I'd rather see a new Black Panther movie than another Thor movie. You know? Yeah. So... Eh. But, I mean, yeah, the only, the only thing harder than doing a bit character is doing, you know, a minority character. It's hard to get the money to put behind that and convince studio guys and, you know, that it's going to work. Though, of course, you know, I mean, right now, Marvel has the mouse money, so they shouldn't be worried about shit. Yeah. Avengers just made them like a billion dollars. I don't know why they wouldn't go forward with just say, hey, we have these ten great characters. Let's do films for all of them, and let's take the time and actually get a good script, get a good director, and get an actor that we know can nail the role. It sounds yeah. so easy to fucking do, though, doesn't it? Well, I know they were talking about uh, maybe doing a, a War Machine movie of its own with Don Cheadle. Like breaking off, spinning off from Iron Man, and maybe doing just which a, could work. And yeah. then yeah, then you have a minority superhero, and I mean it's something where you know it's not something that I want to focus on as a fan. But you know what, the minorities, you know, they're out there, they have the movie dollars, and they're willing to pay money to see movies where they're represented. And Don Cheadle is a freaking amazing actor. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. War Machine would be good. And I'm a white guy. I'll go see it. I don't care. Yeah. Well, did they not greenlight uh, Ant Man? Yeah. 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 They even showed supposedly like, Edgar Wright. Yeah. Yeah, and you were saying that nothing big came from like Comic Con, but there was that, and I don't think that was big enough. I thought that was kind of well, but I don't want to see Ant Man. Eh, well, it's Edgar Wright, and I think he's there's a blast, so, so I think he'll do it fun. He'll yeah. probably do it like yeah. Scott Pilgrim fun but style. Way, you know? There's way more books that I'd rather see come out first than. Ant-Man. Just make oh, more no, Batman. No, no. Just make us a Justice League. Hey, listen, guys, uh, it's a uh, it's a half hour away from the midnight hour up here in the land of the Aurora Borealisness. <laughs> so uh, I think we're gonna have to close her down. But uh, I've had an absolutely splendid time. What do the rest of you gentlemen say? Close her down. 
Oh, of course. This this has been awesome, and I'm I'm glad we were able to do this. Oh yeah, heck. Um. So listen, Josh. You know, uh, we wish you know all good things to your state down there, and you guys are all in our thoughts. It was uh, it was felt right in the heart, right across the world. And uh, you know, make sure keep on trucking. Pass the message along. The elegant weapon wants them to keep on trucking. Well, appreciate it, guys. And uh, yeah, it, you know. W- w- we're we're a, we're a strong community, you know. We've gone through some some, some crazy shit before too. So, yeah, hell yeah, it's it's an unfortunate thing to have to almost you know get used to. But uh, you know, you're tough people from a tough land there, so I'm sure everything will eventually. You guys will all come together, and it'll be all okay. As is an evidence, as we're all seeing on TV with the candlelight vigil going on and everything tonight. But I would have to say to everyone. You know, don't let it get it down. Don't let it beat you because uh, it wouldn't beat the Batman. So go see the Batman because uh, he's just the inspiration you'd need at a time like this. There you go. Anthony, as always, we love you guys. What? What? what we didn't even get an explanation. Where the hell is Colin this time? <laughs> um, I believe he's actually out with the in-laws. Him and the wife were out to dinner with the in-laws and he couldn't find a way to fight his way out of it. Uh, I know how that can be. Sometimes you just got to deal with the with the in-laws. But you know what? Family always first, so we understand. But uh, Exactly. You know, we'll get we'll get him one of these days unless we think he might actually be you and he's going to be like our snuffleupagus or our pokeroo. There's four of us this time. <laughs> you know? Yeah, well at least there are four there of us. Yeah, there are we four got of us. four. Well, there's enough of us here representing different uh, facets. That uh, This is definitely our first trifecta tripod. Indeed. So uh, thank you, everybody. Uh, you can catch Sean at Potato Waste on Twitter. You can catch me at Jedi Ross on Twitter. You can catch Anthony at Anthony Bachman on Twitter. And you can catch Josh at 303 Ninja on Twitter. Uh, Points of Interest Podcast, Next Element, and Elegant Weapon. Everybody say goodnight. Good night. Good night. We love you all. Take it easy. Take care.